Today is October the 14th, and this is the Remnant Women Warriors Bible Study. Today our Bible study is on fear, and when we looked at the definition of fear, we looked at three different versions. The Hebrew version is Yara, Y-I-R-A-H, and it's translated into all. It often directly translates into fear, but it also can mean respect, reverence, and worship. And then we looked at the Latin word for t uh, fear, which is timor, T-I-M-O-R, which means terror. The word in Greek is the personification of fear and panic. And then the dictionary's definition for fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat to be afraid. When we look at fear in the Bible, we see that 365 times it says, fear not. That's one for every day of the year. It's the most repeated command in the Bible. Fear not. In Deuteronomy 3.22, it says, do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will fight for you. In Psalms 27, 1, The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? In Matthew 10, 28, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both body and soul in hell. John 4.18 There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. I think that's one of my favorite. Perfect love drives out fear. So what are the fears that we have? I tried to list just a few, and I'm sure this list could go on and on with lots of people. We're afraid of the future. We're afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of hurt or being hurt. Pain, rejection, embarrassment, persecution. And sometimes we're just afraid of other people. Fear is a natural emotion. But the question is, do we control it, or does it control us? Fear in and of itself is not a sin. Fear is a normal response to a threat or a harm. Fear serves an important role in keeping us safe. The Bible talks about two different kinds of fear. We just said, it said 365 times, it says, fear not. But then, there is a fear of God. The fear of God is written ten times in the King James Version. 
but the Bible uses the word fear at least 300 times in reference to God. Scripture is full of examples of how fearing God is a positive rather than a negative. And we could go through lots of uh, examples in the Bible that we see that when we they serve God and they reverenced Him, that it worked out for their good. But when they chose to do things on their own and didn't reverence God, it usually brought them great hardship, sometimes even death. I read one example of fearing the Lord, that it was a wholesome dread of displeasing Him. So it's not, I'm afraid of the repercussions, but honor, respect, and reverence the Lord. To fear God is not to shrink back from Him in terror. To fear God is to have a deep reverence for Him and to stand in awe of His holiness, His majesty, His power, and he, His love. He is Abba. He's our Father. So we see the Bible tells us to fear God in this way. But fear not the world and man. Proverbs 1-7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. New Proverbs 8-13, Fear the Lord is to hate evil. Matthew 10, 28, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Ecclesiastes 12, 13, fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Psalms 33, 8, let all the earth fear the Lord. And then again in Psalms 46, 1 through 2, God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Mm, that's a hard one right there. Because when you think about not having your earth swept out from under your feet and you still don't fear. That's a real trust in your Savior. So here we learn to fear. Some people even fear being alone. Several here in our group have lost spouses which is a fear. But you know, there's a verse that says God is always with us. In Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. If we look into his word, we can find help for every fear that comes in life. The problem is, do we believe it, trust 
and trust in our God? Most of the time, our fear is there because we don't seek His Word and then trust in it when we do. We all have heard the expression, faith over fear. Think about that just a minute. Faith over fear. It's true. Our faith in God overcomes our fears. All of them. Faith is the source to overcome fear. Faith in our God. God designed us with fear instinctly already within us. But how do we use this fear? He gives us a choice. Fear Him in reverence, honor, respect, worship, and give your all to Him. Fear, or we have the choice of fearing the world and everything that's in it, the evil, the lies of the adversary. Let's look again at Proverbs 1-7. This time, I want you to take the time to get your Bible and look this up for yourself and meditate on it just for a few minutes. Solomon is talking and making a statement against any knowledge that takes precedence over the Lord. Fear in this content is not meant to imply a sense of horror despair or fright. It points more to a, uh, toward a sense of extreme respect. True knowledge cannot exist without a reverent fear of God. It's seen, or it's been asked that when we pray for fresh fear of God, we make sure we renew our hearts with him. This message was given three times. One of our sisters uh, gave the request Sunday to pray for fresh fear in every family. And then I myself was given this message, I feel like, two weeks ago. And then our pastor, again, in the Wednesday night service, did the same thing. God is trying to tell us something. He's trying to get our attention. So he's telling us each time that we need to take a look at this. And it's been said, whoever says that they love God but hates or dislikes their fellow believer is a liar. He says, there's a new commandment I give you. Love one another. We must remember our citizenship is not of this earth, but it's in heaven. We must learn to love the way God loves. We don't tear down our brothers and sisters. We love them. We bring them together. We come and work together as an ecclesia for God. If you allow the fear of this world or the things that are in it to control your thoughts, Satan has already won you, and hell is your destination. Then fear controls you. 
Sometimes it even isolates you. And when you can get isolated, the devil has full control to put all of his thoughts in your mind. Your choice is to fear God in all honor, respect, reverence, and worship. He's your father, Abba Father, and King. And what he says goes. It doesn't make allowances for broken commands. He can't. When we put on the whole armor of God, we become a different person. We have a helmet of salvation, a breastplate of righteousness, a belt of truth, feet of peace, a sword, which is the word of God, and our shield of faith. We become dressed for his battle with Satan. It's an hourly, a minute-by-minute battle that takes place. But we're never alone. God is with us. Learn his word. Use your sword wisely. If you never open the Bible to read what God has there, you don't know how to fight. You don't know how to stop the fear. The word stops Satan in his tracks. Do you remember when Jesus was tempted in the, and he said, it is written? That's how we stop Satan. When we tell him, it's written, I will not fear. In Romans ten seventeen, it says, Faith comes by hearing the word. God's word strengthens us. Then if you look at righteousness, your breastplate of righteousness is learning his word and applying it to our lives to live accordingly. That's right living. When you reflect and take your life and apply it to what God says in his, and you change it, to comply with what he says. That's righteousness. Then you look at truth. The belt of truth. That's simple. It just says no lies. Never. No lies. Feet of peace. That's everywhere we step. We take peace. Not division. Not stubbornness. Not conceitedness. But peace. No discord, no division, no rudeness, only the love of God. And remember, the love of God is different from our love. God's love is without limits. No limits. I don't know if anyone has ever noticed or not, but a lot of the same Bible verses keep coming up in our Bible study here, God is speaking through more than just one person. He wants our full attention, no distractions. We must fully trust God. Then the fear that the world and Satan has to offer fades in God's majesty and glory. We no longer have anything to fear. When we reverence God and recognize Him as our Lord and King, we have nothing else to fear. 
He holds us in our hand. He promises us a crown of glory if we believe and trust in him. We should be excited and filled with praise to know that alone. Everything fades in his love for us and our love for others. In John 4, 18, again, he says, perfect love. Perfect love. Takes away the fear. And the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So love takes away the fear. As we end this Bible lesson that we have today, I would like for each of us to get on our knees and pray that God would increase our faith. And, and that we would not be led into temptation. That God would speak to you. Spend time with him. He's no respecter of persons. He'll talk to you as much as he talks to me. You are his child. He chose you. Last week, Tracy spoke last time about names. The different names that God has. She spoke out about all the names. He's our provider. He's our healer. He's our banner. He's our victory. He's our everything. Never fear the world. Only God. Ask God for a fresh, fresh fear of him. Put your reverence and all into your Father and King. He will make a difference in your life. And He promises you a crown.